Hey, and at first, we have a sponsor this week. Today's episode is brought to you by... Hey, buddy, do you like memes? It's uh, pronounced Reem. What? My last name is pronounced Reem. You said meme? No, I mean, do you like memes? Oh, memes. You mean an element of culture or system of behavior that may be consi- uh, considered to be passed from one individual to another by non-genetic means, especially initiation? Yeah. Oh, of course I do. Well, great, because this week we're sponsored by How to Survive Without Memes. You mean the rad-ass Facebook page and Instagram account that describes himself as uh, psychotherapeutic original content? Memes for the teetotaling teens? Yep, that's them. And unlike those literal bags of shit at Fuck Gary, How to Survive Without Memes makes all of their memes in-house instead of stealing from hardworking comedians. And they rule! They are very funny. Follow them today on Instagram at how underscore to underscore survive underscore without underscore memes. Yeah, and unfollow Fuck Jerry. Totally. Fuck Fuck Jerry. It's time for... Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff. it. Oh, oh shit, it's the nostalgic front, a podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah. Are we just gonna use it for every episode? I th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Brandon Ream. And I'm Patrick Hasty. Hello, Patrick. How are we doing today? Fantastic. Fantastic. Baby, how are you? Uh, I Well, you already said it, baby. Fantastic. That's right. God damn, we have a good one today. We Hell yes, we do. We always do. We somehow. I'm going to say this to you in the sense of well, recognizing and positivity. Podcast? Well, I mean, sometimes I say it to the guests. Sometimes I say it to life. Mm-hmm. Hey, life. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Uh, I want to say... I think we are on a good run with these fun sizes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like the, uh, the what was it? Action, Action figures, figures. Very good. Very listenable. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the moot? Ne- uh, the never-ending story one we did was very Fern good. Gully. Fern Gully. had its moments. <laughs> what was two episodes ago? Board games. Board games was great. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. So I feel like we're on a good run with these. The mm-hmm. guests, oh, boy, we got to pick those up. <laughs> you know, We I do mean, pick up our guests. Yeah, we do. Well, sometimes we do. And you can pick up our guest episodes every Monday. That's right on the Nostalgic Front podcast. But, uh, but today's not a guest episode. Today's not. It's just us. Yeah. And by the way, we also have pay or play contracts. We, I, I Googled what a pay or play You didn't contract. know what it was? Uh-uh. Oh, it's one of my pop most, well, not most pop, but it's a tweet I like. Is that isn't it ironic that they all got pair play contracts? So they must have had great agents. A pair play Didn't contract. Didn't you tweet that? Yeah. So it's a tweet you like. No, I'm saying it's. You a, like your own tweets. I'm saying it's a tweet I mean, of mine that I enjoyed. I guess. But it didn't get very popular. It got like 15 it faves. Makes sense. Got a Jackie Cation fave. Hey, not too long ago, you'd have been over the moon for fucking 15. Oh, likes. I think about that stuff all the time, all the time. If yeah. I can go back and tell. Fucking 2011 Patrick Hasty, what you're doing in comedy? Oh, yeah. he'd come. If you go back and tell 2011 Patrick Hasty, hey, you will actually have interactions on Twitter. Yeah. You'd have been like, what? What? Uh, goddamn. I'd also, if I went back to Patrick Hasty 2011 talking about Twitter, I'd be like, hey, buddy, cut it out. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. You're going to be deleting a lot of these fuckers in a few yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best thing about Time Hop. I love it. Yeah. You'd slowly be like, ew. You I, ever, yeah, I, goddamn. I, uh, I was going to say, 
Uh, yeah, I, I think we're doing, we're really hitting a good stride right now. And I think today's going to be a fucking killer. I mm-hmm. really do. I think it's going to be a fun one. It's one we've been talking about since the get go. Oh, yeah. Uh, let them know. And since the get go, Geico. That's yeah, what I our show you. is brought to you by. Today we're sponsored by Geico. Ooh, speaking of nostalgic stuff. Yeah, let me know. Fucking. Oh, the old Geico commercial. Geico's cranking out some of the cavemen. Yeah, buddy, you must just be getting used to TV again because <sighs> we have that direct TV app. And so I've been seeing these old Geico. Co- God, I love the cavemen. Uh, first name Bob. We ought to baby eats a boy. Oh, really? I've, I've seen that, that one, one a too? shit ton. Yeah. That's one- weird because 1-800-COLLECT isn't a thing. So how are people going to get the. Uh, yeah. Like, nobody makes collect phone calls anymore. Well, I, there's also but the one with the squirrel got, runs out into the street and wrecks the car, and then oh, the, the squirrel's the high, high five. five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the one I love the one where it's just the caveman on the moving sidewalk. Yeah, and the song, the do-do-do-do-do-do. It's like yeah. very, yeah, and that's a good he, one. he goes by the ca- Geico, so yeah. easy a caveman can do Isn't it. He's it? just like, Ugh. he's just like. Ugh. Isn't it crazy they made a sitcom? They tried it. Remember that? Yeah, it's not crazy. Nick Kroll's in it. Yeah. But how many television shows? Great commercials. The sitcom didn't need it. Has it ever happened where it's been successful? Uh, California Raisins? Maybe? Where an ad gets a commercial? Well, that's Did the Nestle Quick? Did the Nestle Quick get a cartoon? No. The uh, Spot from 7-Up? He got a he cartoon? He a video game. Did he have a video game? He didn't spot have a cartoon. Spot and the Noid both got video games. Yeah. But... Uh, I really think, I want to tell you this between me and you, and this show, watching a lot, prepping for this week's episode, which I still don't think we've said what it's about, uh, <laughs> we, I think this, there's a market for this. I think this is the thing that we should be working on, and I, from doing the research, I really came up with we'll talk about Why don't you tell them what we're listening to, oh. what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, today's episode is The Animaniacs. Oh, they're zany to the max. Yeah, yeah. They there's baloney in their slacks. Bill Clinton plays the sax. They're totally zany. Insaney. No painy, no gainy. <gasps> Come join that, the Warner Brothers and the stuck, Warner Sisters. That's been, been stuck in my head all day, considering I've watched too much Animaniacs what? in the last. Uh, is all of the uh, the it's like their couch gag, the one. Oh, where the they thing, replay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Animaney, totally insaney. Chicken chow maney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bush um, and Cheney. Pinky and the Brainy. Animaniacs. They never did Bush and Cheney. Those are the facts. They never they did Bush and Cheney. The show went off the air. <laughs> no. Tower 780. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Osama Bin's Lady. Oh, that's good. 9-11-y. Yeah. I... Okay, well, let's say I'll read the Wikipedia real quick, because obviously we're talking about today, the Animaniacs. Don't read it real quick. Uh, read it at a speed where people can understand you. Um, okay, so the Animaniacs, uh, come on, motherfucker. Well, since there, they get, uh, pay-for-play contracts. contracts. Uh, pay-for-play is where, no matter what, they sign a contract, they get their pay. A lot oh. of big actors and actresses get it, like, uh, Glenn... The whole cast. Like, let's say, like, when, um, remember when Nick, uh, Nick Cage was Food gonna be in a Superman was movie? Be a caveman? Remember when Nick Cage was gonna cool. be in a super mov- Superman movie? And the funding wasn't all there. Mm-hmm. And once you realize, so when Nick Cage signed his contract, he's like, I'm going to get a pay or play contract because I'm getting paid if I'm wasting my time on this, regardless if the movie comes out. Oh, okay. Um, uh, okay, so Animatics is an American animated comedy television series created by Tom Ruger. It is the second animated series produced by Amblin Entertainment and associated with Warner Brothers Animation. The show first aired on the Fox Network as part of its Fox Kids block from 1993 to 1995 before moving to the WB in 1995 until the end of the series in 1998. As part of the kids' WB afternoon programming block, it initially ran a total of 99 episodes and one film, Wacko's Wish. 
Animanix is a variety show with short skits featuring a large cast of characters. While the show has no set format, the majority of the episodes were composed of the three short mini-episodes, each starring a different set of characters and bridging segments. Uh, and bridging segments. Hallmarks of the series included its music, characters, catchphrases, uh, and uh, humor, which was directed at an adult audience. A reboot of the series was announced by Hulu in January 2018, with two seasons to be produced in conjunction with Amblin Entertainment and Warner Brothers. Animation is expected to begin in 2020. So maybe this my idea of like us needing to make a show like this. I mean, maybe this because they already are. But this is what we need on TV right now: a show like this. Oh yeah, I would watch it if a new show like this popped up. Well, uh, I mean, it, I'm curious about uh, the animation in it. Uh, and how much, uh, how animated it is. Because yeah. uh, not too many shows have the budget that Animaniacs was able to pull down with early 90s Spielberg. Well, what I think is going to happen, is this is just me talking, I don't know. Because even like some of our more favorite, uh, I bet you the computers help a lot more. This is gonna, I think this is, is going to be, be computer generated. Or, yeah. It's not going to be hand-drawn. I bet it'll be computer generated, but I bet it'll look just the same. Now, uh, the original staff, uh, Ruger uh, and Tom, uh, Paul Rugg, and uh, what's her name? The the one of the creators. She's a god damn it. A- is it Amy? Let me pull it up. I have it right here. Um, what's this? Who's this lady's name? I'm looking for. Uh, is it Jess Harnell? Maybe. Sure. Uh, no, that's a voice. Oh fuck. Anyways, you're killing the show. I know. I'm looking for the writers, but that's not. Nobody cares about. Yeah, the writers. nobody cares about writers. That's for sure. Um. Anyways, these creators, they all were like. Acme comedy theater backgrounds. Uh, Acme. Ground, yeah, well, that helps. I, but Acme. The, that's true. The Groundlings, stand-ups. It's like people like that's our world. Probably why they had all those corporate tie-ins. Probably. With all those anvils. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's who was creating these shows. And so that's why I think the show had such a fresh feeling. Now, here's my only yeah. concern about the The 90s. Uh, I mean, you know, we did our action figure show. Just recently. Uh, just recently. And uh, about like a week said, ago, a big part of action figures and everything from our childhood was the cartoons that went with it. Yeah. And all of these cartoons, it was like they, they it was, you know, pushing a product. Yeah. There was no like just creative outlet for a lot of these writers. Yeah. Too, which is one of the things that spilled. story wasn't as important. In yeah. Any yeah. Of those shows. I mean, they were able to sneak in stories here and there. Yeah. In your random episode of the Transformers. But it wasn't a yeah. it wasn't. But number one goal. Yeah. It wasn't like people actually being able to write. And that's what uh, one of the things Spielberg and Disney brought in with the afternoon and then yeah all, the, all these with tiny, like tiny tunes tiny and tunes animaniacs and, and this and, and and that's literally that's what uh scripts and jokes were most important on the show and that's why they oh, got yeah. these people um now this, my only concern for the new series that comes out is and this i don't I'm, I'm sure it'll be fun and fine whatever but my fear is is that the writing they might hire if they hire the the original writing staff yeah i'm scared they're gonna still do hello nurse too well i'm afraid that it's gonna be so it's gonna feel dated right and it, because comedy has evolved a lot since then, and it's going to be like when you has watch it, it has. No. And I feel like it's going to be like my my to a degree. My for instance is the majority of the stuff Animaniacs is doing yeah. is uh, classic. I agree, stuff but hold on, hold, it, hear me uh, out, hear me out. Like they're doing like vaudeville, like one linery stuff, you know. But they were like, doing that at a time when there wasn't any other vision of that right then. What I'm my fear is is like think about the Simpsons for instance. 
how often the Simpsons get stuff wrong, like with all this stuff with like the Apu stuff and things like that and the way their apology was thing. And it, you could tell it's like, oh, your writer's room is an older, it's 50-year-old generate towards males. And so your reactions to everything is like that. Like when Family Guy made a Me Too joke about like, ah, oh, that's fucking... Thing. And it's like, well, that's because it's a wrong generation. But imagine if it's... Uh, imagine... Animated characters with with all, some of those writers in there, but imagine if they hire writers our age and stuff like that, or like people of the in the, this generation, like and they people really that grew up with the anime. Yes, and if you can crack that type of humor, our current day humor in that format with a lot of the classic stuff, mm-hmm. I think it could be a fucking home run. Because uh, one thing I kind of felt uh, rewatching Animaniacs is for a lot of people, it was their introduction to comedy. Totally, yeah. Like it. The, they, like I said earlier, they're playing all the hits. Yeah. You know, you the can slapstick, s- the vaudeville, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the one linery, like airplane talk yeah, yeah, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. that they always, you know, like they do the pun jokes. Yeah, totally. Like the fingerprints. Fing- yeah, 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 yeah. And then fingerprints. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and also, uh, uh, I think, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I don't think they're going to fuck it up. I think it's going to be great. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to, I'm sure I'll be fine. I just get nervous because a lot of the updates, uh, all these shows that have been brought back, they nobody's real. I don't. Uh, One day at a time, which is mm-hmm. on uh, Netflix. I feel like they've done a pretty good job of it, but they're still doing that classic net or uh, sitcomy thing. But Fuller House feels like it's just an, a TV show from the from twenty years ago. The Connors and Roseanne and stuff. It still has a very stated, uh, dated feel. The Murphy Brown reboot had a very dated feel, and any attempt at relevance for today felt like it was written through the eyes of a 45, 55 year old person. Um, and so I feel like. If they did what they did at the beginning with Animaniacs, where they hired a bunch of fucking early twenties, well, late th- early twenties, early thirties writers, gave them this show, let those people, you know, what really helps the show not date itself though, huh? is when the stars are fucking cartoons from the yeah. fucking nineteen thirties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, but I mean, uh, one of the reasons uh, those shows look dated when they reboot is because everybody's old. Oh yeah, too. that doesn't help. You know, I think I'm stoked for it. I just, I because it's something I love so much, and because I feel like I've been burned a handful of times now, uh, I'm nervous of it. But I'm still gonna. I'm so excited. I watch a lot of Animaniacs uh, on the road now because it's all on Hulu, which yeah. is why they're rebooting it. But I watch a lot of Animaniacs, and I and I enjoy it. I love it. It it's, it I, feels um, my my need. Oh yeah. Uh, did you watch a lot before you did the research for this week? Have you have you been co- pull, throwing it's it? It's always been one of those like shorthand random things yeah where you can just be like you know what i feel like i watching some animaniacs yeah. and plus youtube has a lot of stuff too yeah so i've watched well youtube's got there. yeah youtube's great animaniac you can... i mean when they first came to netflix that yeah was back a in time, the time well i uh to re-watch it as well 10 years ago uh this month or no 11 years ago this month i went on a road trip with my family my sister uh and my nephews and my uh, at the time uh it was even before my niece existed and we we went on the road and we had a van and it had a DVD player in it. So I got all of my nephews, who at the time were like six, five, three years old. Mm-hmm. We watched for the first season of, a, of uh, I had it on DVD, Animaniacs. And so like we're hanging out in Texas. We're at the hotel. And my nephew is doing, oh, hello. Oh, I'm wet. You know, and you know, like. You know what's fun is uh, they literally like. Ripped off Shining Time Station. <laughs> is that what you were going to say? <laughs> no. But uh, that's good. But, uh, you know, when they were auditioning Wacko, they couldn't figure it out. And they, like, literally just had uh, the guy. Do you know his name? 
The voice is a Maurice LaMarche. Uh, maybe he's pretty popular. Yeah. I, I, I was giving you a chance to sound smart. But anyways, uh, they literally had him just go through a list of impre- impersonations until Ooh. they landed on like, he do something beatily. That's what I think would be really fun. Uh, I've never worked in animation, of course. I don't think you have either. But I think it'd be so fun is you got your cartoon drawing and then you were just like, okay, we have this cartoon. And let's say this cartoon's name is Jack. Mm-hmm. And then you could just be like, hey, I'm Jack. Hey, I'm Jack. And you fucking at some point something would click. Yeah, and you'd be like, ah, oh, fuck, that's Jack. And I think yeah. that's so. That's got to be like a magical feeling. Oh, I wish somebody I... did Buster Bunny for the first time. Somebody did Yakko for the first time. Somebody did mm-hmm. Wacko and well, I mean Ringo I wish did I could go Wacko back for in the time. first time. I wish I just spent hours as a kid trying to learn impersonations. It's the best yeah. magic trick out there. Yeah. How great what could would you it do? be to be I, like? We've done this before oh, the show, yeah, but not... did you have any good ones? No. Arnold. Yeah, you're Arnold's great. Arnold, you're but... Arnold's phenomenal, buddy. Uh, Wacko, I when this show was oh, but oh, the thing I was saying though is it was really interesting to have all of my nephews in 2008 b- living and breathing animatics. I had to buy them the DVDs. Yeah. But then what do you think when they went back to school and they're like, "Hello, I'm Wacko," and everybody at the school is like, "What the fuck are you talking about? We don't know what that is." You know? Yeah. Until the next week when the teacher rolls in the TV. On yeah. The, United um, States, Canada, Mexico, Panama. Yeah. 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 Um, I spoke like Wacko for a year. The, oh no, I literally, I would only do that voice forever mm-hmm. when, when I was a kid, when the show oh, was I, I definitely tried to do the burping, uh, opera. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to make somebody sick. That's I can't, I, it grosses me the yeah. fuck out. Don't do that. Um, but I, I loved it though. Uh, and I love the, there's a very, there's a real, um, I guess what's the right word I'm looking for? Positivity of it, a sense, uh, a heartfeltness of it, with a with a ironic, ironic cringe. There's also a well, there's not a, a sardonic single, version. There's not an ounce of cynicism in those uh, Warners. But there kind of is, but not in a bad way. If that makes sense, like a lot of like uh, I got I maybe it's not cynicism, but like a lot of like uh, uh, you're procrastinating. Good night, folks. You know, like there's yeah, yeah. a little bit of an uh, on that. But it's not negative, and that's what I really enjoyed about it, and that's what I wanted as a kid, mm-hmm. I, and that's how my humor is to this day. That's why, like, yeah, you can go up and be uh, a negative or something like that, or like shows like, how many years did we watch House be an asshole, or you yeah. know, did we watch these shows where people are, and that this is what I I enjoy, and my my humor was Plus based it, around. It's interesting. Uh, you see it. Uh, this is during a time where you're also seeing a big trend in animation, where yeah. uh, they. Writing for the other market, adults. Yeah, you know? Simpsons, uh, yeah, Ren yeah. and Stimpy. Uh, 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 so there's a lot Beavis of Beavis and Butthead. There's a lot, a lot of innuendo. Yeah, in Tiny Toon or uh, Animaniacs. Yeah, and on top of that, there you uh, a lot of the references. Yeah, are like celebrities and bands. That your typical eight-year-old's not going to have any idea. Yeah, would have no idea. Who Jimmy Smiths is yeah. and on L.A. Law. Or whatever. Yeah, it's it's so I like that though, and I think it made me as a kid because kids are smart, yeah. kids are listening, kids are paying attention. I was getting those references when I was fucking seven, and they reference uh uh that they they have that one character that's the old timey forties actor or whatever. He's like in Scarface and stuff. The old Scarface member. Oh, it's yeah. like a Cagney or something. Mm-hmm. I figured out what those references were. I was like, what is this? And then I researched it, and then I knew it, and then I'm in on the joke. Yeah, you know. And that's and I think kids are smarter than that. It's why I think like when you're like watch what you say around kids because they're paying more attention than you think. You know, um, I think 
the joke the joke was always oh it's going over these kids heads but i think they're fucking figuring it out you know they're getting it yeah um or they're not or if they're not they're figuring it out faster than you think you know um but uh and one thing that Tons i gay. i haven't even kissed a girl yeah yeah something that i uh, i love too about the show was uh i it satisfied my um I guess it's love of variety television, but I didn't like variety television. Like, mm-hmm. Sonny and Cher was always on, and I never gave a shit. I liked uh, SNL a lot, you know, but only because it was, like, cultural, you well, know? Well, it's a variety show by name, but if you're a kid, like, as me watching it, it's just a half-hour show of, like, they set it up like uh, your Looney Tunes. Yeah, totally. You know, so you're just watching... A collection of three shorts. You yeah. know, here's your three and that's little what was... ten minute cartoons. Like at the same time, uh, a couple hours later, I'm going to be watching TNT Tunes. Yeah, and it's going to be an hour of like Bugs Bunny and Pink Panther and shit. And that's that's a variety show. Well, what I what I loved one thing I loved about this was like I'm let's say I'm watching um uh the Sims or I'm let's say I'm want to watch an episode of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's great. I love it. It's cool. I'm in. And then the next is an episode of Animaniacs. I don't know. Like if I, okay, you turn on the TV, you flip and The Simpsons is on. In the first five seconds, you're like, I know this episode. This is going to be a great episode. I know all these jokes. But then if you're watching Animaniacs, you, the episode starts, it starts with the Yakko Wacko and maybe they're running from the security guard. And you're like, okay, I remember this. But you don't know what the fucking next part, maybe some people have that encyclopedic, but it's like, whatever the next thing is like oh cool it's a slappy squirrel episode oh yeah. it's a katie kaboom episode oh they're gonna do this oh there's a wheel of morality oh it's a you know and i i like that and i still when i watch the dvds to this day i love that well, again, i like not knowing what's next it's cool uh i mean just using these uh three cartoons as an arc where you can see uh like tiny tunes because a lot of these people are from tiny tunes and of course they're both produced by uh spielberg yeah yeah but yeah, yeah tiny yeah. tunes it's like all right we're gonna make this uh show that's going to be like kid looney tunes Mm -hmm. and uh so they didn't get as much uh creative control because they are already falling under these archetypes Mm -hmm. that they're uh that are already established and And then uh animaniacs comes out and they're able to go go full bore and like make you know all these wacky you know or wacko uh stuff that's more out there yeah like i know some of the ideas they wound up not using they had like a uh they had a petri dish soap opera. Totally, yeah, 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 the yeah. Cutting floor, they, and, and, like, and it uh, was originally going to be an idea for it was going to be a, which would be Kate later on. There was a Plucky Dick show. Mm-hmm. But they that's what they were thinking, and I love the the thing of where um, Spielberg or his people they were like, okay, we want you to do this next show, figure out what it is, and we wanted to have like a tent pole. We wanted to have like a big name, and he was just like, eh, fucking Water Tower is pretty goddamn big, and I like that because that's literally like that is. Um, thinking outside the box in a way i really enjoy yeah um whereas, yeah, yeah and yeah. the way that they also it was brilliant the way that they got introduced where they were mm-hmm. classic cartoon characters that were also too wacky and when i was a kid period and they locked them away when i was a kid i was always a little bit like i was like i wonder if this really if there ever was a real oh a kid's buying animaniacs anything. cartoon back in the day just like how when c-lab came out c-lab 2021 I remember, which I was in college, but I was like, oh, fuck, C-Lab 2020 was a thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, I like that. I like the idea of that callbacks, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I really was, wasn't was for sure. And I liked how they were always on the run. I liked how they had a psychiatrist, you know, and I liked their teacher. I liked the, 
when it was just Yakko Wacko and Don, I liked their elements. I liked the way they used all three of them. Plus, they drop them throughout history, too. Totally. Yeah, yeah, They don't yeah. really, like, need to explain, like, oh, yeah, looks like they're going to mess around with this pianist uh, Beethoven for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Picasso. They're going to see Picasso in this episode. You know, Abraham Lincoln, things like that. It's 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 good. Um, no, but they weren't the only characters. No, there was other, so many other characters on the show. And that was where I really think it... Um, open my heart because like uh okay I, I swear if i was watching and all of a sudden there was a slappy squirrel episode my day was made oh yeah slappy, i love it slappy rules too especially like the whole idea that she also uh, was an old timey success a, yeah yeah and uh uh the funny like the whole idea that uh if you look at it this way like skippy squirrel yeah, her, is, ne- her nephew or grandson is like sweet and wholesome mm-hmm. and she's all like, you know, hard and cold. And it's kind of like Skippy's new cartoons. Yeah. And, and uh, Slappy's old cartoons. Yeah. And so like and, Skippy's and, all these like, uh, you know, nerfed out cartoons of yeah. the day that weren't had no teeth to them. And she's got all and the, that's sort of what I was talking about, where it's not necessarily negative. It's not it's not. um. It's not Beavis and Bedhead, fuck the power. It's yeah. more like, uh, okay, all right. It, like, it's purposeful uh, 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 negativity or whatever, you yeah. know? Because that's who her character is, and that's why it makes sense. Also, Ugh. it had one of my all-time favorite bits. Which one's uh, that? Uh, on there that when I saw it as a kid, I was like, oh, this is so cool. Uh, when they're at Woodstock. Oh, yeah. And, and she they, hit the who? And they pretty much do the who. Yeah. And the then, who's on first, but it's yeah, the who. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they use, like, the band as the other joke in there. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I, I dug I, would, I dug the who at the time yeah. quite a bit because I was, you know, I started off on my classic rock. I've always been more of a guest. As, as a wee kid, you know? Uh, I And also, Slappy, I, had, I think, had some of the most fun uh, side characters because it was her universe. Yeah. So it was like Walter Wolf, but he's an old man. It was yeah. Sid the Squid, but he's a you know a bad guy, but he's old too. Um, yeah, so it makes you wonder about her. What like, like yeah, like I what I wish I could have gone back and watched a bunch of old Slappy Squirrel cartoons. Also, when she was one of my favorite songs prime. when I was growing up was because I loved oldies as well. Before I got into classic rock, was yeah. the little old lady from Pasadena. Yeah, yeah. Go, Granny. Go, Granny. See, and they they use that. Yeah. And also the the earlier the writer actress I was talking about voice actress is Sherry Stoner. That's who I was talking about who came out of uh, yeah, Acme, man. and she she uh, she really like had a, had her thumbprint all over the show. Um, and then also we got okay, so we got those two. Of course, we have to say Pinky and the Brain. Yeah, arguably the biggest stars, maybe bigger than Yakko, Wacko, and Warner. Oh yeah. Um, my thing though is, um, where do you stand on Pinky and the Brain? I try not to. It would hurt them. It would hurt them really bad. No, but I mean, were they... Because people love them. People love Pinky and the Brain. And I, I've always enjoyed them, but they were never my favorite. I'm, I was surprised they got their own show, basically. You really? Know? Yeah. I, I definitely thought I know they were they popular, were the, but the I'm second. like... I feel like their um, potential story arcs was a lot smaller than a Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, which I loved, or Slappy. How do you feel about this theory? Let me know. Pinky yeah. is a double agent. Yeah, pick that mic up real quick. For who? For people that don't want Brain to uh, take over the uh, world. Are you talking about Putin? 
No, I'm just saying that like, you like, know, so how, he's, that's why it's always fucking up. And that's, that's why, why he's always fucking it up is yeah. because he is a double agent. I, you know, I never thought working undercover. And also speaking of conspiracies, yeah. check, check this out. You're a musical guy, right? Love him. You're right. Right. You're a musical guy. Okay, here we go. Check this out. Pinky in the brain. It's Pinky in the brain. What a one is a genius. The other's insane. To prove their mousy worth, they'll overthrow the earth. They're Pinky, Pinky and the brain. Fuck. Yeah. Gene fucking Kelly. God damn, I never even thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Singing in the rain, pinky in the brain. I'm singing in the rain. I'm singing in, in the, the rain. rain. Oh, what, what a feeling. I'm singing in the rain. I don't know the words of that one, but that's crazy. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, wow. Isn't that fun? Yeah. And... Uh, but I and I don't I I feel like I don't want to get it I don't want to like don't put a fucking thing on me that says I hate Pinky in the brain. This is, but I yeah. was surprised the way that they were the ones that blew up out of there, um because I feel like it's so one trick pony. Uh, one of them wants to control the world. Yeah, they can do anything they want. Yeah, but that's but a fun little plot. It is, but I like I much rather like where it's open ended. Where on an episode, uh, Yakko Wacko and Dot can have so much more. Yeah. I, I like that. Or in that, or side stories. I love... Uh, Plus, you're a musical guy. Rita and Runt. Rita and Runt. I love I love Rita so much. I like how Runt never knew... He hated cats, and he would always be like... Mm. Uh, he'd, he would always be like, let me at him, let him... He had that same attitude as the, the cowardly lion from... Yeah. Uh, and that's another example of them being able to throw around some of that Spielberg cash. Yeah. They got uh, Bernadette Peters. Yeah. Who's one of my goddamn... Ah, uh, boy, I saw her. You know that. I've seen her. Yeah. In real life. I thought she was Madeline Kahn. I thought I was looking at a ghost. Mm-hmm. Love her. Um, you, of course, remember oh, Bernadette Madeline, from our... No, I also remember Madeline Kahn. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, she uh, related to uh Oh, Nasa Khan and PandaCon and, and uh, uh, yeah. Sheer Khan. Sheer Khan and Khan from Star Trek. Uh-huh. Uh, Wrath, uh, Wrath of Khan. Whenever I see Frank Welker, because he was the voice of he's Runt. A, he's the voice of everything. Yeah, but I always think of Peter Weller. So it always in my head, I'll be like, oh, fuck, Robocop is the voice in this? Uh, but yeah, uh, Reed and Runt were great. The the good, uh, the what is it, the God Pigeons? The good or, Feathers. Good Feathers, yeah. Uh, they, they they got a decent uh, chance to, uh, you know, take down that number two spot, too. Well, they were good, good Feather stuff out there. They are good. And what's funny, though, is that's one of those There's situations. There's a good Ray Liotta narration, too, throughout it. Yeah, that's one of those situations where, like, yeah, kids shouldn't get this joke. Yeah. But it's so and it's so new. Good feather good fellows came out like in ninety. And so they're referencing this in such a big way two years later, three years later, you yeah. know? Um but I, I love that. I really did. I think I think they had a lot of really great stories. I, I, I was a big fan of Mr. Skullhead. Oh yeah. He could have yeah. had his own thing because uh All good, those smaller well, interstitial ones, yeah. yeah. And uh good idea, bad idea. Yeah, well, that's basically like a, Dar- yeah. that feels like John Handy favorite, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My all-time favorite one that cracked me up was uh, "Good Idea," searching for Easter eggs on Easter morning. Bad idea, finding Easter eggs on Christmas morning. You know, one of my favorite one was uh, it was a later episode where it was "Good idea, kill the man that molested you." Bad idea, molest the man that killed you. <laughs> 
Remember that episode? It was later in the run. Uh, Buttons and Mindy. Uh, that one was fun, but that was kind of also one trick. Oh, That's like buttons. where Button Mindy was always. It was like Baby's Day Out, the yeah. animation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Minerva Mink. Now I don't remember Minerva Mink as well. She's the really hot, the uh, hot uh, mink. mink. But I don't remember her storylines as much. It's, maybe she was brought in later on or something, or yeah. maybe just not used as much. Um, but then there's all these supporting extras who weren't star, you know, elements. That's what they but, were really good about. Uh, uh, Freakazoid. Uh, uh, was really great about all these little one-off characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Freakazoid is like the graduation of like Animaniacs is just being zany to the max. Yeah, where like all these people like have even more. Uh, it's like heightening loose it. control. Yeah, to just like uh, it's just that funny arc between those three. Uh, all those shows are great. Yeah, the '90s uh, Spielberg animation. But who are some of the characters? Some of these side guys that I fucking loved was okay. So you already Mister uh, reference Mister Skullhead. The hippos. Uh, the hippos are great. Chicken Boo, one of the oh, all time yeah. greatest characters. Katie Kaboom, who are in a sketch together. The first time you see him, uh, Katie's dating Chicken Boo. Remember Katie Kaboom? Uh-huh. The teenager that's pissy and then when she blows up her house. Um, Mary Heartless, which is a reference to like Entertainment Tonight's Mary Hart. She's like the newsy person. Um, uh, now, some of these I don't remember as well. The Flame. Oh, yeah, The Flame. That's from uh, when he's writing the Gettysburg Address. The, I was thinking that was Tiny Toons. That's great. Yeah. Those are like things like if I was a history teacher, which is like, you know, uh, sliding doors in another universe, I am. That's what I would do is I would show shit like that to these kids. I'd be like, see, now you're learning about the Gettysburg Address and stuff. Um, and then also I like- Does those- it have an address or is it just in the middle of a field? I think it's 111. Gettysburg? Gettysburg Way. Mm-hmm. Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. 00069. They have a football team, you know. What are they? Uh, the Gettysburg uh, Rebels. They uh, beat us by twenty-eight. Uh, you know what Four I ha- scores. Do you know what I fucking found out about all the students who failed history? Hmm. They for the football team, they didn't get to address. <laughs> right. Uh, we just sank this fucker. Oh, we're good. And one of the funniest things is uh, Steven Spielberg. I liked it that he was always on there, and yeah. you know he'd be shooting into the, they'd, well, they'd have cut to, into him, and he'd make a reference or, or make a joke. The Warners would burst into his office. Yeah, yeah, and I like that. I I really love like. I don't. Uh, that's what sucks about not understanding a fucking thing about show business is because, hey Patrick, what's your dream job? I don't know to write for Animaniacs. Well, oh. guess what, buddy? It's fucking happening, and you could, but you don't fucking know how. <laughs> like you don't even know how to get in the room, you know. Uh, but that's well, uh, where it's at. Well, Patrick, uh, we reached out to the NFers. We did. We uh, the, didn't we? Yeah, we asked. We you guys. sure did. Um, uh, and we got a lot of love because people love this fucking people show. People love the fucking Animaniacs. I mean, they dominated kids' television, like I said. Yeah. They're a lot of people's introduction to comedy. Yeah. You know, uh, and so many different styles of comedy. And a lot of the people I introduce myself to are comedians, so that's why we got so much here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we just said, right off the top. y'all love the Animaniacs? Tell me your favorite sketches, jokes, characters. Aaron Kaplan, friend of the show, he said Lake Titicaca, the song, is so good. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he also said Slappy Squirrel doing a Woodstick-themed Who bit, which, right, you've already referenced those, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's they, great. It's classics. Uh-huh. Uh, Sean Wilkerson said the Good Idea, Bad Idea segment. Which we also love. Good Idea. Mm-hmm. Bad Idea. It good is I- very Jack Handy. Yeah, yeah. Good Idea. Do you have a favorite Jack Handy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I can think of... I remember more Jack Handys than I do Good Idea. Give oh, idea. yeah. My favorite Jack Handy is... um. Uh, uh, everywhere you go, 
carry two bags of groceries. So that way, if anybody asks for your help, you can say, sorry, I'm holding these two bags of groceries. <laughs> or if you're look, if you're walking down the street and you see a, somebody threw a mannequin off a roof, catch it because, hey, free mannequin. <laughs> right. Uh, There's so many Jack Handys. Oh, yeah. We should yeah. do a Jack Handy fun size. There That'd you be good. go. Uh, if you ever drop your keys into a pool of lava, don't bother going in after them because, man, they're gone. God damn it. I'm wrong. The best Jack Handy of all time. That's great, by the way. I didn't mean to take away from it. Best Jack Handy, my favorite one of all time. You sure did. You if you met, it. I loved it. If you met two people named Hambone and Flippy, which one do you think would like dolphins more? <laughs> you want to say Flippy, right? But it's not. It's Hambone. <laughs> That's genius. I love uh, every. Uh, have you ever been in a room when all of a sudden uh, something screeches across the room and clings onto somebody's neck, and you can't help but laugh because. Uh, what is that thing? <laughs> I don't know that one. That's good. What about, how about this one? Uh, uh, when I was a kid, my dad one time told me he was going to take me to Disney World. And so he put me in the car and we oh, drove yeah. all day. But he ended up just pulling up into an empty forest and said, oh no, Disneyland Disney burned, burned down. down. And he laughed and laughed. And he was going to take me to Disney World, but it was so late we just went home. Yeah. Oh, uh, what about this one? Uh, Mark Van Onen said, Pinky in the Brain. Yeah, baby. I mean, classic. I, I don't get me wrong. I don't dislike Pinky the Brain. Narf. I just think I'm surprised right. that they were as big as they were. Um, well, it's more about scale. Talking about dinosaurs now? No, no. Uh, you were surprised that they are as big as they were. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they, you're they right. Aren't yeah. giant mice? Yeah. Every once in a while, you see them by a fork, and you're like, Jesus Christ! You ever seen the one? Fork. Do you like the one though when Brain becomes Garth Brooks? Yeah, when he has the big old cowboy legs and he goes on uh, <laughs> like uh, the Tonight Show yeah. with Dolly yep. Parton. This is a heavy snorting episode. There's a thing he says in there where she's like, she says something. She's like, "You're the cutest guy," and he's like, "I bet puberty was weird for you." <laughs> he makes some big tit joke. Jake uh, Hart. Jake Hart. Did I have to potty? Which is that? Which episode is that a reference to? Know. We'll have to Google it. People love it. Here we go. Charlie Vergos. Charlie uh, Vergos said, I uh, loved their educational songs, especially the one about all the pro- processed ingredients and ice cream. Upon rewatching the Dr. Scratch and sketches and Chicken Boo were dumb as hell in highest sense of the phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken Boo was ridiculous. Yeah. They like pull off a fake mustache. They'd be like, he's a chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he wears a disguise to look like human guys, but he's not a man. He's a chicken boo. Cassandra D said, I do not like when they keep sexually harassing that nurse who was just trying to do her damn job. Yeah, it was a different time. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Can't, uh, what? Yakko was canceled. Uh, she has a name. It's Hello Nurse. Uh, yeah, Yakko's canceled. Uh, Brett Hiker, uh, who Brett's going to come on the show soon. He wants to be on the show. Yeah. And we, I, we, uh, there's so many people. In one sketch, a teacher asked Yakko to conjugate, and he replied, <laughs> me? I never even kissed a girl. Over the last 20 years, I've almost used that same response to almost any question with a big word. I love that. And that's a lot better than the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie joke where he go, where they tell Casey, you're claustrophobic. And he goes, I never even looked at another boy. <laughs> uh, Steve Jennings says uh, he loved all the uh, Randy Beeman joke segments. Oh, fuck. I forgot about Randy. We didn't even mention him. Yeah. Would he just come up and say like a weird thing? Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, Brett Mercer says Chicken Boo is goddamn funny. You're right. Uh, Ahmed Khalif. Well, look at that. That's two Detroit comics right in a row saying good feathers. Uh, actually, I think Ahmed's from Minnesota. Cooper Bank back in with the who, uh, the Woodstock slappy Skippy Squirrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Evan Rabelis, uh from Austin said the Sistine Chapel episode is so fucking funny. Yes, that's a good one. Uh, where they do My- uh, Michelangelo. Sarah Schaefer Brighton said the Wheel of Morality. Of course. Turn, turn, go? turn. Uh, Tell us the lesson we, we should learn. learn. And it gets boring. They said that they loved those when an episode would run long or short because they could put that in there Filler. and they get all the animation is already yeah. done. Uh, Jonathan White said, hello, nurse. 
Uh, Alex Murray. It's also funny when uh, Dot would do that. Or uh, oh yeah, when Dot would sexualize a uh, somebody. Uh-huh. Or, uh huh. Or well, hello Mel. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Or I mean, she'd really take the piss out of the two boys too mm-hmm. when she. Uh, I'd fuck Dot. Yeah, especially uh, that yeah. curvy Dot. Yeah. She's a thought. She's a thought. More like <laughs> dot. More like thought. That's pretty good. I'll tweet that from our dot account. Warner. More like thought Warner. Yeah. Uh, Alex Murray said uh, the great Rudy. Oh, that's the burp one. Yeah. What are they dogs? Or are they Warners? They can't be dogs. They're right? not dogs. Hey, did you see that new Lion King trailer? They got real dogs. Uh, you that's see, a tweet from Andrew Klein that I cannot stop thinking of. When that Lion King thing, when they drop the Lion King, mm-hmm. Yakko does. What is it? I don't remember. Then he holds it up over the over the cliff, and then he accidentally drops. Oh, Simba. that's fun. Uh, Jeez, man. Do you Mel- even know what the show's about? Melanie Rinderhart, who is a an effer from Glenwood, Iowa, said, "OMG, the survey ladies. Do you like beans? Do you like George Wint? Do you like to watch old movies with George Wint eating beans? Who doesn't like George Wint? <laughs> Everybody likes him. You know, who really likes him. Jason Sudeikis. He's yeah, his uncle. His uncle, yeah." Uh, uh, Adam Carlson says the fingerprints. Uh, I laugh my yeah. ass off to this day. And if you don't Who know doesn't? that, if you don't know that, it's they say fingerprints, mm-hmm. and then Dot is holding the singer prints and says "Ooh," and he goes "No fingerprints," and then they do the yeah. All right, good night, ladies. <laughs> uh, Will Carey also seconded good idea, bad idea. Trent Norris said absolutely. Rob Paulson, the voice acting, did the song entirely on the first take, which is mind blowing. Oh, that's the Yakko's World. Wow, yeah. United States, Canada, Mexico, Mexico. They have that's. I mean, uh, we would be. Rem- that's not it, Patrick. Why is this here? Thanks for fucking up my thing. Here it is. And now the nations of the world, brought to you by Yakko Warner. This is out of date. <laughs> United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Republic, Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too, Puerto Rico, Colombia, Venezuela, Honduras, Guyana, and still Guatemala, Bolivia, then Argentina, and Ecuador, Chile, Brazil, Costa Rica, and the rest. Yeah, we know uh, the world, okay? Yeah. Uh, that's great. Uh, Kevin O'Shea said the remake of Apocalypse Now, where Marlon Brando is a Jerry Lewis type director. I remember that one, that's a good one. Jen Welch posted. Friend of the show, Jen Welch. She posted a video for a deadly game of checkers and oh, said yeah. everything about this is perfect. Yeah, that's the one. I will have to be re-watching that. That's a reference to that same old French film that uh, Bogus Journey. Oh. That's Bogus Journey's oh, reference okay. to. Um, Jordan Joster said, uh, oh, nice and chubby baby song. I don't remember that sketch, but that looks great. Freddie Heinemann says uh, fingerprints. Fingerprints is in there. Uh, also, uh, the uh, fucking... Uh, Get along, little, little doggies. doggies. That's a good one. Uh, and then they find gold at the end. I remember that. Joshua Sorrell said parody of Fiddler on the Roof with the good pigeons. Uh, two references I would not understand until years later, but I understand the basic premise. Singing Fiddler's Tradition as a tribute to Martin Scorsese with both, was both weird and catchy. Uh, holy And also Josh Seconds. Holy shit, can we talk about the Slappy Squirrel segment where she was a nervous breakdown because... Siskel and Eber gave her a bad review. I recall that being really fucked up. Oh, I could see that. Our guy, Anthony Lebedo, uh, back in, he's saying pinky in the brain. Yeah, back. You know, pe- a lot of people, people love, love pink, it. I understand. Know? It's just not for my shit. Uh, Sam Zelich uh, says, because uh, not a man, he's a chicken boo. Fucking great. 
Jack Gunner Schuler talking about all the songs. Countries, the presidents, the state capitals. Remember the presidents was the, wait, wait, state capitals was the Jeopardy question. Mm-hmm. And then he gets it wrong because he doesn't say what is or who is, you know? And then Amanda Ellickson, the table of contents song. So, I mean. Oh, table of elements song. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> they should add a table of contents They should. Song. Chapter one is this, and then chapter two is this also, and chapter three is this too. Chapter four is something, and then chapter five is something, and then the glossary. Two. The uh, index has all of the places you can find all of the things we just stated. And on the back cover, there's a photo of the author right now. It's time to go. Yeah. We're not good at that. Boy, that was rough. God, that's why Wayne Brady when you That's know. why we're not getting hired to write on that fucking show right there. But like, give us a time. We'll write well, it back. I can get hired to write on that show. That's just proof I can write. That's paper. Yeah. Uh, God damn. I well, think we shit. did it. Fuck yeah, we did. Animaniacs. Yeah, yeah. Those are the facts. Jack. Where, where can the listeners find you? Uh, you can find me at Reamcore. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. All over the internet. Uh, if you like dumb jokes and stupid shit, go to there. Also, check out House of Bricks Comedy. For a second Tuesday of every month. Friday. What'd I say? Tuesday. I meant Friday. All right. Uh, for sure. Uh, listeners, you can find me at PatrickHazy.com. P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-T-I-E. PatrickHazy.com. Uh, for all upcoming uh, dates, Twitter, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Uh, this Saturday, if you're listening to the day this drops, Jackknife Comedy uh, 57, I believe, uh, at the Creek in the Cave. We've got a fantastic lineup, so go to that. Uh, also, I'm going to be doing a week at the Creek in the Cave, April 1st uh, through the 7th. Reem, I've got you booked on one of those. I think you're on the first one. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Monday, April Found 1st. Found out via Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Monday, April 1st. Uh, and then also, uh, uh, I'm going to be in Minneapolis in April. I'm going to be in Lincoln, Nebraska in May. So go to patrickhazy.com for all uh, shows and tickets and stuff like that. Um, listen to the podcast. Go donate to the Patreon. Give us a dollar. Give us two dollars. You don't have to give us a ton. Uh, some of you have been up in your aunties. I love it. We're doing yeah. great. But if you're already a patron, don't feel obligated to give us more money. That You guys are already make, doing so much. Uh, but you're new people. The listeners who listen every week but who have never kicked in. Uh, maybe if you can't, that's fine. But if you can, give us one dollar. That's fine. Twelve bucks yeah. a year. That's and if you deal. don't want to give us money, uh, give Teespring money. To buy bu- a shirt and buy a t-shirt buy a shirt wear the shirt maybe somebody that can give us money will see it you yeah know? exactly um, uh, tell your friends be cool never die and as always remember if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here, here. well that's our show hope you had as much fun as we did we're touched so you be touched good night everybody Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.